Welcome to Learn Something New Virtual Summit, brought to you today by the Public Speakers Association. I'm excited to introduce you, the incredible Mr. Fox Fire. Fox, would you take it from here? Tanya, once again, thank you so much. I'll begin this way with a little bit of a story. It is June of 2001. I had just graduated from the University of South Carolina the month before. And I'm at my then best friend's wedding in Wilmington, North Carolina. And I'm on the dance floor with his Aunt Kathy. And as we're dancing around, uh, Aunt Kathy looked at me and said, Fox, what do you want to do now that you've graduated? I said, well, Aunt Kathy, I, I graduated with a degree in history. But I don't think I want to teach history. I think I want to teach Spanish. And I minored in Spanish. And without much of it. Any hesitation, she said, Fox, that's a pretty good idea because there's a great demand, as there was at the time, for Spanish teachers. So I thought about it, went back, and I luckily convinced my parents to let me do a victory lap, a fifth year at the University of South Carolina to get the credits necessary to major in Spanish. It was a wild year. That was the year of 9-11. That spring, the baseball team I was on at the University of South Carolina, we advanced to the College World Series for the first time in 17 years. And at some point in the spring, I went into my advisor's office at USC and I said, Dr. Hill, I want to be a Spanish teacher. And he looked at me very sternly and said, Fox, Spanish teachers are made, they are not born. I didn't know what he meant then. I do know uh, what he meant now as I sit here and, and tell you all of this. So in August of 2002, I came back to New Jersey where I grew up and I enrolled in a post-baccalaureate certification program to earn the credits to, to teach. I was lucky enough as well to acquire a job as a teacher's assistant at a school for autistic children. I did that for about a year and a half. And then I began student teaching in September of 2004, where I graduated high school. Now, my cooperating teacher was a kind man, a compassionate man, but a very demanding man. And to give you an example, I observed him teaching his AP course um, before I student taught my courses in the fall of 2004. And the first thing that he did was he put a CD in and played a song called Surfer Calavera, Skeleton Surfer. And as he played the song, and it went from a reggae beat to sort of a hip-hop beat to heavy metal and then back and forth with lyrics, with no lyrics. And I sat there and thought to myself, I have no idea what the singer is saying. And he stopped the song about three quarters of the way through and looked at all of his students and he said, hey, this song is depicting a lot of the way this course is going to go for you. At times, you're going to find it fairly easy. Uh, at times, you're going to say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What is going on here? So it was depicting the ups and downs of, of, of the school year. And he was speaking to his students, 
but he was also speaking to me. There was not a single day during my student teaching experience when I was driving there in the mornings that I didn't want to turn around and come home. I barely made it through um, basically every lesson that I taught. And along the way, I would meet with my cooperating teacher. And as I recall it now, most of the time, he, he said uh, two things. He'd, he'd say, Fox, you're doing what it takes. And Fox, never stop learning. At the time, I always wished he didn't say that latter phrase, never stop learning. I felt like, hey, I'm learning all I can. I'm at my wit's end. I can't fit anything else in my brain. And then when I finished my student teaching tenure in late November, early December of 2004, I was approached by my 10th grade science teacher. She was retiring at the end of the year. And I say goodbye, she said this. She said, Fox, this is not going to get any easier. I wish she hadn't have said that at the time, but now I know what she meant. Um, additionally, I was very lucky during my student te teaching tenure to get a lead on a possible job. My ninth grade math teacher came to me uh, with an opening at a school where his wife worked over in Whippany, New Jersey. I was currently then in Chatham, New Jersey. And lucky for me, I was hired in January of 2005 to teach Spanish at Whippany Park High School. Fast forward to about 10 years into it, I'm coaching a baseball team in the summer with uh, my friend Brett. He's the manager, I'm one of the coaches. And as was our custom, we would, we would listen to music after games. And we're riding home from the game one night, Brett turned to me and said, Fox, we should write a song. So I went off and I wrote something that I thought was a song. Came and I showed it to Brett. It was a very, it was a poem. He said, Fox, this is very good. You need to write another one and then start submitting them somewhere where you can get them evaluated and evaluate others. So I found a site called yourpoetry.com. And that's exactly what happened. We would exchange rights and comment on others and others would comment on mine. Through a colleague on yourpoetry.com, I found out how to inquire about getting a book published. In January of 2015, I had a book of motivational and inspirational poetry published called Letter Kindling. From there, I took some of the poems in the book and I went out uh, to open mics and coffee shops and such. And I started reciting these poems. My sister came to a couple of open mics and said, Fox, you're pretty good. Um, and she found, uh, in an online inquiry, the Public Speakers Association. One night, I, I clicked on the email she sent me. I clicked on the link. I found Tanya Hoffman's number, and I called her. Within 20 minutes, Tanya called me back. She had me hooked. I became a member, and I started doing these virtual summits. At first, I just recited poems from my book. And then I began to hone my craft and, and use story around the themes that were set um, for each month. And I've been able to grow in the craft and meet some unbelievable people in the process. More than that, 
I've also understood now what my cooperating teacher was saying when he said, Fox, never stop learning. He didn't just mean in my profession. He meant it in life. It's been great because it's transformed me into thinking that and feeling that, you know, public speaking is not just a hobby. It's be become more than that to me in recent years. And I'm, I'm sharing this story to encourage you to learn to grow and never stop learning in life because ultimately I feel like that is what's going to give you fulfillment. My name is Fox Buyer. I have a website, it's my name, foxbuyer.com. That's F-O-X-B-E-Y-E-R.com. I have a couple of offers for you today. At the very top of my page, there's a link for a free download of a song called Deeper Roots, which I wrote the lyrics to. It might speak to you in, in, in times of stru struggle and uh, tough times. Additionally, at the bottom of the page, if you like to get in touch with me and, and shoot me a message, I would be happy to send you a free copy of my book of motivational poetry called Letter Kindling, Igniting, Inspiring, and Evoking the Fire Within. So once again, never stop learning in all aspects of life, and I am sure that ultimately you will achieve what you desire, which I think is ultimate fulfillment in life. That is it from here today. Tanya, back to you.